Hello and welcome to That Film Stew. I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. In this episode, we've got another movie review, and this time we're looking at Zombieland Double Tap. Zombieland Double Tap is the sequel to 2009 Zombieland, bringing back the zombies and bringing back the comedy. Zombieland Double Tap is out now, so if you haven't watched the film yet, but you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. Directed once again by Ruben Fleischer and written by Rhett Reese, Paul Wernick and David Callahan. Zombieland Double Tap brings back Woody Harrelson, Jesse Eisenberg, Abigail Breslin and Emma Stone, reprising their roles from the first film. There's some new faces as well, Rosario Dawson, Zoe Dutch and Luke Wilson. We got the first Zombieland in 2009. Ten years later, we get the sequel. Jason, you have the plot. Zombieland survivors Tallahassee, Columbus, Wichita and Little Rock travel to Graceland in Memphis, Tennessee. Along the way they encounter other post-apocalyptic warriors and a group of survivors who find refuge in a commune. The scrappy fighters must now rely on their wits and weapons more than ever as they soon find themselves in a relentless battle against smarter, faster and seemingly indestructible zombies. What was your excitement level going into this movie? You know what, like the whole run, you know, we got trailer, like announcements, trailers, you know, it was on our calendar. I was like, whatevs, whatever. I remember enjoying that original movie, but then this thing happened. Did that rewind and review episode. Yeah, shameless plug there. Um, had to rewatch the, the first movie again. But what we, what I found was I enjoyed that movie a lot, that that more recent watch and that kind of got me pumped i was like okay yeah i want more so it was like literally days before this movie came out and suddenly i completely switched and i was like yeah i want to see it like most i watched that first movie really enjoyed it but i had i don't know like you know we planned to watch and review this movie but i i didn't really have i wasn't too fussed i, I was thinking on my way to the cinema, if not for the podcast, maybe I'd just wait for this one. But, you know, I got there and, yeah, got into it straight away. Like, the movie just <laughs> opens. When we got the Columbia Pictures logo, like, I literally thought to myself, I wonder if they're going to do something with her. And they do. Oh, just, it just was, it was crazy. <laughs> and straight away, I was in. But, again, it was a weird feeling enjoying that first movie ten years ago. And... You know, I'd seen the trailers like you, and I just, I wasn't too too hyped for it. But I was pleasantly surprised with this movie. I mean, we mentioned, like, all the main cast are back. Tallahassee, Woody Harrelson. You know, I completely missed the connection when Harrelson turns up in Venom. That, of course, he'd worked with that director before. Yeah. And that kind of fits. <laughs> but he was, yeah, like, it's more of... I mean, you'd know more than me because you rewatched the first Zombieland film recently. But he's that character again. Yeah, he did it well ten years ago. He's doing it well now. I mean, all four of them. the The first movie and once again in this movie, it is it's about these four misfits and their group, their family as they are now. You know, ten years later, um, Abigail Breslin is a lot older. By she's, 10 years. She's the one, isn't she? <laughs> Little Rock. I've got to be honest. Like, She was the character that I found it distracting at times because she looks the most different. Like The other cast 
look the same, where yeah. she's clearly older. But I mean, I think she's still there. Like, there's she was already playing, you know, the like the maturity of of the Little Rock character was already there in that first movie because of the situation, because of the character's background, doing their cons and stuff. That it wasn't too disjointed. It was more like a physical appearance, but it makes sense. She's older. It's been ten years. She was a little girl. But I mean, other than that, like the other characters are, are back. They're doing exactly what they were doing, and that's not a bad thing. That's fantastic. They're just they've just shifted them slightly by ten years, so things have you know progressed. The relationship between um, Columbus and Wichita is has more has evolved, and you know. There's the question of, you know, marriage in this environment, what, no. I completely forgot that they got together. It was, yeah, I mean, it was a plot point in that film. Completely movie. forgot. <laughs> so when this movie opens, ah, oh, okay, they're telling me that happened. Okay, I must have happened. An alternative approach, you know, because we have to assume that they've been together this whole time for 10 years, which is pretty sure is, is, is what happened. But, I mean, they could have had another approach where, you know, maybe they had... Columbus and Tallahassee go off on their adventure and then you know you have the sisters go off and then they reunite in this movie and it's sort of like wow remember that one time we had that big moment you know 10 years ago okay how have you guys been blah 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 they could have gone that route but no they decided to have them evolve as a family off screen and I do like I, and, I like that, yeah. that the 10 years we've not seen them they've had this relationship where you know you've got Tallahassee and he's like the Overbearing, dad. overprotective dad to Little Rock, so that really works. So when she decides to leave the family, you buy her reasons completely. She wants to be around people her own age. Yeah, and I think even though she's older in this one, like she's still the young one, and I guess maybe she's trying to grasp onto that missing not childhood, but like her teenage years. Her you adolescence, know? yeah. She yeah, did, she so didn't get to live it. Like she wants a boyfriend, she wants to party, she wants to, you know, that freedom. And, and yeah, I guess with Woody Harrelson's overbearingness, it's like, get me out of here. And it makes sense. And it does remove her from the movie for a bit. And it takes her out of, you know, the call, the call for for a while. But I think that's okay. I, for a while, I was like, did they just not want to do anything with her? And you know, oh, but because her? But it all she, comes around. It does. But because she leaves the call for, we get introduced to Berkeley. What a dick. <laughs> at no point, I guess you're the not supposed you to. you want to hate. Yeah, at no point do you warm to this character. So that's Arvin uh, Yogi, I think it's pronounced. He's, yeah, he's like... Do we know him from I anything don't else? Know. At okay. first I was like, is that the guy who played Aladdin? But no, it wasn't. <laughs> no, he's not, <laughs> no, no, no. Not him. But he's like the, you know, the apocalyptic hipster. Of course he's got a giant bag of weed. He's ripping off songs, claiming them as his own, which was his whole gag, I guess. I've still not seen the movie yesterday, but that's where my mind went. <laughs> Just reminded me of that movie. In a world where <laughs> nobody knows. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, so, yeah, like you said, like, you want to hate him, but I guess that's the point. And does he come good at the end? Does he have like a heroic moment? No. He doesn't. No, I don't think he does. I think no. I was kind of expecting it. Yeah. Like, but it, he's didn't... just not a good guy. <laughs> but he, but he's okay. He's okay. Now this is surprising. We also get, you know, with the removal of Little Rock, you know, we also have Wichita Emma Stone's character running off. You know, where there's a whole question of like marriage. She freaks out. She's like, "Don't get too close. We need to survive and bails." 
as they do, you know, leaves a note to a thing. We in turn get Zoe Dutch playing Madison. Tell me how you feel about this character. MVP. Most valuable player. <laughs> For me, she is the highlight from a movie that I enjoyed. It's great seeing the core four back, but at first, the irritation is there, but it's this is intentional, just like, I guess, with Berkeley. but wow, this character yeah, is yeah. hilarious. You know, there's third act stuff going on, and there's something that she does, and how she can't get Tallahassee's name right. She's always saying something different. I was in a packed screening on a Friday night. I enjoyed this character so much. Something that she said, and I can't remember exactly what it was in the third act, uproar. where I laughed so loud, and I don't think nobody else did. <laughs> so I really felt uncomfortable at that moment. But oh, something yeah, about this just... character, I loved, I loved everything about her. I'm so glad, because I was like, oh, maybe Luke will come in and be like, she was frustrating and annoying and I hate her, but... When she died, I was so disappointed. When she was back, yes, I was so happy. No, you're saying exactly what I want to say, but you've said it, but I'll repeat it anyway. Yeah, like, I just really enjoyed it, and I thought they were done with her, and I was like, yeah, what? I'm genuinely disappointed that we're not going to see that character anymore, but she does come back, and I was pleased. <laughs> this character <laughs> just pleased. works on multiple levels, because not only is Zoe Dooch giving this really funny valley girl character, this this impression that she's doing, and she's funny in herself as that character, but then you're also getting all the different layers of comedy of the other characters reacting to her, like yeah. all the eye rolls that Emma Stone's giving, and she just makes this movie so much funnier for me. She's just an intense ingredient that doesn't ruin the cocktail. It something really does work. Yeah, and you're right, like, the standout, like I would watch this movie again just to I would. to watch it, and she's pleasant on the eyes as well, and that helps. Um, but you know, she's a goofy little character, and you just—I found myself just like mesmerized by her being like she's so dumb. But there's the whole thing where it's like she's basically coming up with the idea of Uber, which obviously didn't exist <laughs> yeah, ten know, years yeah. ago, and That's they're all funny. shutting it down like yeah. you're a dumb idiot. Like, what are you talking about? That like, concept's ridiculous. She's great. Like, honestly, so, she she is so great. I'd but, seen her in the trailer, but nothing yeah, in the trailer like stood out to me. The trailer pitches the premise. Like it, it sells us the idea of okay, now there's this dumb blonde character, and there's a couple little gag shots and stuff they put in there. You know, it's sort of like okay, because it's just sold as hey, here's this dumb blonde who's a new character in the movie, and it's like oh yeah, we're supposed to be like ah. Oh, so when she dies in the movie, you buy it. Oh, okay, she served her yeah. purpose. She's gone. Because but yeah, I she think comes it, back. My impression was that like the filmmakers were probably like, we don't want to do too much with her. She's a bit full on. Yeah, she has a moment, and and I was like, okay, I get why they you know got rid of her. But uh, then I was, I was still like, I'm disappointed. But she comes back. So. She comes back. <laughs> like, holy crap. Yeah, yeah. But she, it, it's how yeah. she does, which is fun as well, because it's like you are led to believe, yes, she's shot, but yeah, no, she's actually legitimately turned to a She's infected because there was a moment when a leg was grabbed. Yeah. But it was just a nut allergy. So even if... I didn't know there were nuts in trail mix. <laughs> <laughs> even, even if Columbus had actually shot her, it's like we were still led to believe that, oh, she would have turned, so it's gone anyway. But nah, and I, I don't know. I'm glad. I'm just so happy that you loved her as much as me. 
Yeah, honestly, she <laughs> is, is so good. And that second viewing that I will be having, I'll just be watching her. We did move on once she's sort of out of the picture for a bit. We moved on and we're introduced to Rosaria Dawson's character, who is Nevada, who we meet at the uh, the Elvis Presley... I don't know, gift shop. Yeah, well, they, <laughs> like they drive past Graceland, don't they? Because it's a bit run down. And they go yeah. to her place instead, which is like it's like a, like a hotel or motel, and it's a shrine to the king, to yeah. Elvis. Oh, the blue suede shoes gag, where it's like, you know, Tallahassee's not upset that they fit Columbus's feet, and he's like, no, I'm not upset at all. It's and good. what I did read is Havelson is a big... Elvis Presley fan and early in his career he would do Elvis Presley impressions so to have him to have himself wear the like the suit dress up as Elvis in that one scene when Tallahassee is talking about Elvis I just completely believe that performance I think a lot of it is to do with the fact that Havelson is an Elvis fan real story you reckon I think so Mm, I think so very much could be Um, but Rosario I mean she's great in everything I mean, that's... She it. really is. Like, I, I think she's great. And pretty cool character here as well. Like, you know, when there's that whole... The fight scene, it's like she gets involved and she's doing some cool stuff. And it's it's good to give Tallahassee a... I guess a love interest of sorts. I mean, and we, then there's that gag that when they're like, I don't think they're actually talking about a driveway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and of course, that's when we're introduced to Luke Wilson as Albuquerque and... Thomas Middleditch as Flagstaff. Now, see, with this, their whole gag here is that they're basically doppelganger personality duplicates of Tallahassee and Columbus. This didn't work for me. I didn't really enjoy it. It was... Yeah, it brought the movie down. Although it was a quicker gag in Shaun of the Dead, they did it first. And better. <laughs> now, in my that, in my rewind review, has been done. I said there were comparisons to Shaun of the Dead. I'll, you know, the whole concept zombie comedy. That is a basic, but I mean, yeah, that, you're right. Like that's straight out of their books. But, but the I don't jokes know. there, Luke Wilson. It's good to see him again, if I'm honest, because you don't see him too much yeah. nowadays. And Thomas Middleditch, he's great in the TV series Silicon Valley. So it was good seeing him. And yeah, they both turn. Become zombies and I mean, try and kill them. The fight was cool. I enjoyed that they turned and they turned into like those hardcore zombies, which were like so difficult to, to fight off. So like that whole fight scene was worth it to get to that and experience all that. But and just yeah, and you've got the delivery. Just wasn't and the gag it. like instead of the list of rules, Flagstaff has a list of commandments. Yeah, I mean yeah, I mean there's some fun stuff there, but I don't know. I think it just kind of took away. You know, as I said, like, the core four, the, the unique personalities and the misfits of them, if there's more of them out there, it's like, oh, well, then these characters aren't as special as they are. I don't know, something... It, it was just, just really a just very clumsy gag that we'd seen in the trailer. I don't remember it from the It trailer, was in the trailer. Ah. They didn't shy away from it. We knew it was coming. And, yeah, Shaun of the Dead, <laughs> all those years later, did it much, much better. And that's what it is. This is long, and it's clunky. And, again... If we didn't know this was going to happen until we watched the movie, I would have enjoyed it more. See, I didn't say like, these characters. I don't remember that from the trailer. These characters had character posters. Like, it's, oh, really? Wow. Yeah, it's out there. This movie. Oh, but I didn't know there was. They were like personality dudes. I don't. Know, I just don't remember that from the trailer. So maybe I. What I will say though trailer. is that they put out character posters like Rosario Dawson got one. Um, Zoe Dooch got one 
pretty much everybody got one. Luke Wilson and Thomas Middleditch share a poster. So whether that was supposed to be a gag in itself, they don't get a poster each. They're the only cast members that share a character poster. I think that's fair. Especially with my my hate on them. <laughs> I think that's but fair. But again, like if that had been a reveal, like, oh, I didn't know Luke Wilson mm. was going to be in this. Yeah, that would have been Yeah, it's like a surprise cameo. Um, Honestly, my favourite Luke Wilson performance will always be old school. Yeah. The Godfather. Great movie. <laughs> anyway... Um, but yeah, I think overall this movie, like besides that being the down part, everything else was just really working for me. When they eventually get to that sanctuary thing, and it's it's basically all like hipsters gone wild. You know, there's that one guy, and he's like, "Should we have like an, an orgy?" Or yeah, he's something? really into it. But it's like, did you really get rid of all the guns? Yeah, we melted the melted them down for these cool peace medallions. <laughs> it was good. I think it built to like. A worthy, good ending. Like it, it all ramped. It really up did it, work. And then Rosaria gets a hero moment where she drives in the truck and she saves yeah. them because they thought it was game over, but she saved them. Uh, by that the stage, moment. the four had like reunited again, so we're all back. We had our Madison was there. You know, everything was going good. So yeah, Bill Murray. Yeah, he's also in this movie, and I'd heard that Bill Murray was going to be in it, but it's like how. Because he was killed in that first movie because they thought he was a zombie. I just knew they would do something. I, but I it was like, how, how are they going to do it? And then you find out as a post credit scene that he's doing a press tour for Garfield 3, a movie that never existed. Did you see the Garfield 3 poster in the shopping complex? Oh, no, I didn't. See? Oh, smart. No, I missed that. Yeah, like when... This is right before they meet Madison and they walk past. It's like one of those display thingies and it was like Garfield 3 but for some reason it didn't click the Bill Murray connection no I was just thinking oh you know this is set in a world where they had a Garfield 3 for some reason and there was no connection I just saw it and went okay you know just a weird easter egg for some reason you know like uh, Iron Legend where they had the Batman Superman poster thing I thought it was something like that for some reason and then later on it's like Hang on a second, Bill Murray. Oh, yeah. I mean, this was the movie that I really enjoyed. And then we get Bill Murray and it's like, wow, I'm really enjoying this as well. And I just love that it's Bill Murray playing, once again, an, an exaggerated version or a version of himself. And I just like that he just quickly goes with the flow. <laughs> yeah. Just gets stuck into it. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much when the zombie outbreak is happening. And I can't and remember the just... exact quote, but he... he it gives a mar- uh, it gives a Garfield line like so what was it high hate I hate Mondays. Mondays, yeah. that's right yeah is there any other Garfield line lasagna is that a thing <laughs> he, he, he knocks a zombie's head off and he says honestly lasagna my knowledge of Garfield isn't that deep I know that Bill Murray voiced him mm. in two movies and he hates Mondays there was, there was a cartoon comic strip comic strip yeah but yeah but Bill Murray is in this movie and. We'd been told that he was, and then when we got to the end of the movie, I thought, oh, maybe that was just a trick, a ruse. But no, I was very happy to see Bill Murray in this. It really was. Okay, so the rating then, if you're going to rate this movie out of five. Um, I would come in with a, with a, with a hot f- four. Whoa, oh. you, you were not decided <laughs> until this moment. It sounded I, like it was going to be a 3.5. The, the Albuquerque and that other guy, already forgot his name, I don't care. Flagstaff. That really brought it down and it was a big chunk of the movie. Really? Wow. Enough, it brought 
brought it down to a four. Is that or what you mean? it stopped it from becoming a right. five. But I mean, I, Ooh, had, five. I had a really good time. Yeah. I'm not saying it was going to be a five, but it, there's no way I can give it anything like that. Oh, see, maybe I'm now thinking 3.5, but I've said four, so I'll stick with it. It was just really fun, and maybe I just like that Madison character so much that I'm going to give this movie a four. But yeah, like I said... Everything that you might love or might have loved about that first movie is here. We just get more, more stuff, and it's new stuff as well. It's 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 samey, but it's new, fresh, and the the comedy really lands, except for the Albuquerque flag stuff. What do you reckon stuff. to the little dig they have at the Walking Dead when they're reading the Walking Dead comic? It's like, oh, it's not very realistic. Pretty funny. Bit of fun. Bit of fun. Bit of fun. Bit of fun. Yeah. No shots fired. Just a bit of fun. The Walking Dead didn't... Oh, no, they had the comics then, yeah. But they didn't have the, sh- the TV show until 2010, so... Maybe 2009. Maybe at the same time. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Non-important. So, with my rating then... Oh, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> um, I'm going to give uh, the movie a four, like yourself. Really? I, okay. I, I had a lot of fun with this, and a lot of that is to do with Madison... It's not going to go to my head. I'm not going to give the movie a five. It's a four. And again, like my expectations were low. But start to finish, I had a lot of fun with this. I wasn't that taken out of it as you were with um, Flagstaff and Albuquerque. But I, I I enjoyed this movie. It is it is a lot of fun. And if they're going to say to us, just wait 10 years, we'll give you a third, I'd be more than happy to wait. It, it's a bloody good film. <laughs> It is a good film. Like, I'll just keep making these until Woody Harrelson's too old to do it. <laughs> It'll never happen. It will never be too old. So 40 years from now, it will still be kicking. And I stopped watching Walking Dead years ago and zombies. I just, I don't know. I'm not really into zombies, to be honest. But Zombieland, it's just, it's it's fresh. Like, it was fresh then. And like you say, it's still fresh now because they've been able to bring back everything we liked and loved about that first movie and add some characters like Madison. I mean, we don't need to talk about Berkeley anymore. But she <laughs> she's such a great addition to this cast. I, I had so much fun. really feels fresh for a sequel, which is very rare. Did and you for s- zombie movie. Yeah, right? but did you see the Amazon pilot that came out years ago? Did they ever do any of it? Well, they made a pilot. Because it, it was that oh, pilot sorry, season. Oh, pilot, yeah. And it was crap. <laughs> cool. It really was. Never checked it out. So it's like, oh, okay, so we had a really good movie, a failed pilot, now what's going to happen? We get this really entertaining movie. But the concern would be like, what if now with the success of this movie, if people are reacting positive to it, positively to it, could that resurrect the idea of the TV series again? I hope not. Me too. I also hope not. So then we have the option of 10 years later, 2029, Zombieland 3. Honestly, I think it could happen. Yeah. Give it another 10 years. Bring Bill Murray back. Hopefully he's still around and we can do it all again. <laughs> Zombieland 3. Seatbelts. Or whatever the third rule it is. It wasn't until I watched the movie that I realised that Double Tap was the second rule. Very clever. Having that as a title. Because I thought it was like a video game reference. I don't know. Double Tap controller. I'm old. I'm 35. <laughs> I, I don't know. I thought it was like a young person term. I did like... Well, that, that scene where Columbus and Tallahassee, they're walking down the halls, they're sort of talking about, you know, they've been a bit crude, and they're talking about, like, did you double tap? And then it's like, 
enjoy the little things. That's what she said, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That was funny. I butchered that. But anyway, cool. On that bombshell. (laughs) (laughs) That's it for our review of Zombieland Double Tap. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. And please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We're on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Film Street Podcast. We also have our companion shows, Rewind and Review, and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. And all our episodes can be found on our website, thatfilmstreetpodcast.com. If you missed it, be sure to check out our recent 200th episode, our Halloween special. Sounds like comics have a recent episode looking at Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans. And a rewind and review, of course, went back to 2009 to review the original Zombieland. Our next review from that film stew will be Terminator Dark Fate. I'm sure it's going to be all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I'll be honest, not looking forward to it. I just, nothing is exciting me. But we're doing it <laughs> for you. We're going to do it. You've been listening to Luke and Jason, the guys from that film, too. See you soon. <laughs>